my my poems have been inspired by conversations that I have. So I even see like conversations that I have with people as poetry. <laughs> So welcome, Annie. You're on Phoenix FM. Lovely to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries. So I'm going to tell listeners a little bit about how we know each other. So I recently joined a charity in London and Annie works there and she did a poetry away day for us and is a really great poet. So do you want to introduce yourself, Annie? Yeah. So my name is Annie, Annie Roxon. I'm a poet. Um, yeah, I'm a poet and I also obviously work for a charity and just I just do a lot of creative things on the side. I'm currently writing a book as well. So cool. So it's so important, isn't it, to have like creative stuff that you do on the side, which was why it was really nice when I joined and I found out that you kind of did poetry and some writing and some of the other colleagues do like painting. So it was really nice to kind of have that, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like it's really great to have a creative um, outlet especially like during lockdown. <laughs> oh my goodness, we would have gone mental if we hadn't have had any of that during lockdown. Definitely, definitely. When we did an away day, actually, Annie also got me, um, well, all of us a gratitude diary. And if you listen to my show regularly, you know that I do love a gratitude diary. So that was really, really nice. And uh, I actually did that with my partner a couple of weeks ago. Oh. We were like, shall we just have a moment and be grateful <laughs> for our lives because we're getting too moody? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, so I'd love to learn a little bit more about you and kind of how you got into poetry mm-hmm. and uh, what it means to you. Yeah, like, so in terms of how I got into poetry, like, from primary school, I think it's something that I just naturally took on. And it was just like, it's something that I just did. And I I didn't even think about like how I did it It was just so natural. And it's almost like the words came to me. And I remember one time I was just like, in primary school, school, and I was writing a poem, we had like a supply teacher. And he was just like, you, you have a gift. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he was in a movie or something. He's like, you, you here. Um, but yeah, and then I also in my primary school, they actually, I wrote, uh, I wrote a poem and they sent it to Sherry Blair. Oh, wow. Yeah, Tony Blair was Prime Minister at the time and they sent it to her um, and it was about like going into 2000, like the millennium. And yeah, she sent me back like a card and everything and thank you. So yeah, like from primary school, I feel like that's where I really took to poetry and just creative writing in general and then like when it came to secondary school I just completely like stopped doing it it was yeah it's just like something that didn't exist anymore in my life and I even remember like when I was doing poetry um at school um it wasn't really as engaging for me as it had been in primary school so it's really interesting but when I went to uni um or I don't even know like there was a t- there's a period like I guess when I went to uni and my sister actually started watching this thing called Deaf Poetry Jam and if anyone who doesn't know Deaf Poetry Jam it's um uh, you can see it on YouTube and it's ba- basically a poetry um slam put on by Deaf Jam which is like a record yeah. label and they had artists like I don't know Kanye West, Arika Badu, Alicia Keys wow. um and then just other, and other poets um actually one of the poets that was on there is actually my mentor today um, but I saw that I was like oh that's so cool like I used to do poetry and then I think um, when I was at uni I then saw someone at uni sometimes you have events or something like that I can't remember what it was but in that event there was someone that did spoken word poetry and I, I was listening to it I was like you know what I used like when I was younger I used to be so into poetry like I could I could I could do that kind of thing 
And then I didn't really do anything with it until um, I was interning or like, at this organization. Like, so when I finished uni, I interned at so many organizations. Um, and one of them, they just said, they used to send forward us emails for different opportunities. And um, there was one about like, it was, um, it was called Shake. It was called Voices at Shake. And it was um, an activist workshop. So it, it was a social justice workshop mm-hmm. and it was like using poetry or film in order to talk about a cause that you really care about. And I just thought that would be interesting for me to go along to. And I know I used to do poetry like when I was really, really younger. And I think it was something that I might want to kind mm-hmm. of return to, especially seeing how people are starting to use it like nowadays. So, yeah. So when I I went to the program and it was, yeah, it was just amazing, like, they're just so good at creating a space for you to just be able to express yourself fully. Like it was the first time that I've been in a space where it's not like I'm doing something wrong. Like I could be very free about what I did. And it was, it was about what I care about matters or how, how I want to shape my voice matters kind of thing. So I really learned how poetry actually was just an expression of my voice about what I wanted to say. There was no good or bad. Oh, I love that. I think so many people want to express themselves, but they don't know how. Yeah. And they think, you know, I care about issues. And you've obviously found a means that helps you. Yeah. And it was just such a nurturing environment. And it was just, I I definitely feel like when it comes to expressing yourself, the kind of space that is created really actually determines the way you express yourself. I don't really kind of like, like people talk about introvert and extrovert, and I don't really kind of subscribe to that idea because I feel like, we're not just one thing and I feel like it's actually the spaces that we create and the the spaces that we are in determine our self-expression so you can have people being like oh like when I'm with my family or when I'm with people I feel safe and comfortable with I can I'm like this or when I'm with this person I'm like this and I think it's just about the space that is created and that's what actually then creates that expression for you to 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 be able to do what you want to do but so yeah in that environment and I, I I talk about the environment particularly because I went to other poetry workshops after that and I wasn't really able to write so I really noticed that it was actually in that environment that I was able to really fully just be like my best poetic self I guess and like the words just came to me as well it was more so like it's so funny because I talk about like poems like poos (laughs) so (laughs) I'll be like there's poems where it's like I'm constipated and it's just like I'm trying to the words are trying to come but they're not really and there's one that just like and like if you're listening or you have just tuned in we are talking about poetry <laughs> not poos but it's a great analogy <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally that's how I talk about it because that's how it's like for me but yeah so um but yeah after voices that shake um and I remember the first time I actually re- um read my poem out loud I cried I was so nervous to like read a piece of like work that I had written um, about myself because I remember we were doing it about identity so where you come from and I was so so scared that I cried but obviously it was a very nurturing environment anyway um but yeah so then I started doing performance poetry after that so um yeah I performed at the house of commons wow I performed at like love box festival festival like performed at festivals um Olympic Park um so yeah I had a lot of experiences after that just performing um and um writing my poetry so yeah that's kind of how it's been like um just every so often maybe someone will will maybe see my work and be like oh you know please could you perform here or please can you perform there um and I think more recently in a lockdown actually last year 
there was actually um it's actually one of the partners that we work with <laughs> um one of the partners that we work with at, at the foundation actually they were just saying that they were so interested in my poetry and they really wanted to see how they could use it you know in their workshops or you know they, they, it's about like young people and, and 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 youth work and they wanted to see and actually through working with her it really helped me to tap into another side of myself mm. and that um the product of that was actually that poetry away day that, that you saw because before I never used to be able to I felt like I couldn't really do poetry workshops in terms of I'm like how do I tell people how to write when this thing this just comes naturally to me it's like how can I teach someone that and also other people get quite scared of that type of thing. Yeah. But you delivered it so well because you 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 made it really accessible because as soon as I hear mm. the word poetry, you know, people might think the same about radio presenting. I was kind of like, oh, oh I don't know. I don't know how I would do that. But you made mm. it so accessible and it was actually just a really nice experience. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I definitely feel um, I learned more about how I can kind of teach it to other people and how it can really be a means of um, supporting your well-being. And actually, I did it for some black women's groups and like the results were amazing. And I was just like, oh, wow, like, you know, this really can be a thing um, of just self-exploration. I really, I also got um, last year, I also bought the book, uh, a book by Audrey Lord called so it's like master's tools cannot dismantle the master's house or something like that. And Audre Lorde, if for those who don't know, is like is is a black feminist um, um, activist uh, um, poet. Um, she was she's also a lesbian as well, and she um, wrote a lot of poetry, a lot of books, and um, even actually, you know, the self care that we're talking about now. She's the one who really was kind of talking about self care back in the day as a way to protect black black women from the state but anyway when I was reading the book she actually had spoke about poetry and that really hit home with me because I really related to how she saw poetry and it was really about like the exploration of your feelings and um allowing um the nameless to be fought and that that process of being able to articulate or just bring to words what's going on into your mind Mm. I think is a really powerful process um and exploration of feelings as well so uh yeah yeah well I'll definitely share the name of that book for listeners on Instagram and on the copy for the podcast so that people can kind of get hold of that if they want to oh it just sounds like you've done so many amazing things with poetry but it sounds like something that you know is just a really great way for you to express yourself and so I was wondering how you actually come up with the inspiration for a lot of the poems that you've done and I know you've mentioned a lot that it is affected by some of the issues you're going through so yeah if you could talk us through that process yeah yeah like I think with every poem it's a bit different but I think it's definitely um, a lot of my my poems have been inspired by conversations that I have so I even see like conversations that I have with people as poetry (laughs) so um, that's really lovely actually yeah, no, definitely. Conversation has been a, a very big driving factor. Um, and then, yeah, it's just inner frustrations. I mean, with the poem Express Yourself, so I actually had social anxiety. Um, and that's another thing because, like, I had social anxiety and 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 I was I really scared of people, really scared to even express myself around people. Um, and that was a result of just being bullied a lot in my childhood. So um, actually finding like poetry was also a great way for me to be able to express myself. And that's why I wrote that poem. If you have just tuned in, we are going to play um, Annie's poem after this. So you're going to get to hear some of her work. Yeah. 
yeah um yeah so I think yeah it's it's uh, like I said before it's about conversations and just yeah maybe things I'm going through that I want to experience or things that I feel like I want to want to have a make a change um obviously the first my first interaction with spoken poetry was through activism and social justice and you how you can use your voice to make a change so again if there's something that is frustrating me I'm like oh I want to make a change that then I might start writing about it. And I actually start the process off by doing free writing. So that's just writing everything that comes to my head. And I'm really glad I learned that tool because I think it can be quite like, if it's just like write a poem now, like Jimmy and free writing is poetry as well. Would you mind explaining to listeners what you mean by free writing? Because I'm sure there's some people yeah, yeah. listening who would just love to give it a go. Yeah, so free writing is just writing whatever comes to your to your head and um, not taking your pen off of the page. So if you can't think of something, you just write, I can't think of anything. And it's really allowing you to free, it's just that process of allowing the thoughts to be written on paper. Um, I feel like the systems that we operate in, it can be quite, um, it really limits our way to express ourselves, the way to, to even write and do creative things because it's like, oh, this is bad. This is not a poem. And it's like, who is defining what a poem is? Who is defining this? Um, and Audre Lorde talks about that in her, her, her poetry book as well. But um, I think you get the most power if you're able to really just tap into your your thoughts. And it, it, you might write something, it would be like, okay, you know what, This I didn't really get anything from this session today. But I think just the process of having your thoughts on paper um, is, is is a great way to start. And what I do then is I can I start to look at what ideas are coming out through my just genuine, honest thought processes. Maybe I, ha- I feel like I haven't written anything, but that could actually be an inspiration for a poem, maybe about writer's block or about feeling like you haven't written something good enough. Do you know what I mean? So- yeah, that's really nice. I like that we you can tap into thoughts in that way. So obviously, I think we're all very self-critical a lot of the time. And you think, oh, well, I'm journaling today, which is obviously something that a lot of people like doing. And I can be very critical. I can be like, oh, this is awful. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you've then said, well, you can still create poetry out of that, I think is a really lovely concept. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I said I really liked the environment that I was in the first time I went to do spoken word poetry, because it wasn't like Obviously, there is a self-critical, but it is understanding the systems that have made us self-critical. I mean, the, the way the foundation, I think, of, you know, this, this society, you know, is kind of based on the whole idea we're not good enough. So always kind of be like, we have to be better, this, we have to be good, you know, and it's on that narrative that we're kind of operating on. Um, which then doesn't allow us to freely be able to express and, and that's where the art is. So, yeah, it's also breaking down those barriers um, as well. And I think it's so interesting because we obviously did a free writing exercise when we did that away day. And um, some of the stuff I wrote down, I went, where did that come from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you must be tapping into things and issues that you already think about subconsciously. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone is listening, because um, I feel like we could go on for hours, actually, we could just talk everyone yeah. through a poetry session. If they do want to start writing poetry and it's something they'd really like to try out, what do you think they should do to start with? Um, I think if you do want to start writing poetry, um, I mean, I think it's very easily accessible to you. You know, you just need a pen and paper. And I think you can just start with free writing. Um, you can also look on YouTube. Like I go on, to, I used to go onto YouTube sometimes and look at spoken word poems, and that kind of gave me a bit of inspiration to kind of see how people have, um, let me say, like maybe curated their voice in order to address a certain topic or address a certain issue. Um, because I feel like in that creative process, one of the powerful things I think when you're creating is also taking inspiration from other people. Mm. Um, 
so I would just, rec yeah, I recommend getting a, a notebook and then also maybe looking at different um, activities that potentially you're doing spoken word. I feel like it's something that's poetry and spoken word is something that's becoming more popular now compared to when I was doing it back in the day. So I'm sure that there are a lot of different activities, but I would, I would definitely say that poetry should be a, a process where you feel free. And um, I, I just want to, because I, I did go to some, some writing um, activities and I didn't feel that great after doing it and so I feel like always like really kind of tune into how you're feeling when you're in that environment and if you feel stifled if you feel like you can't express yourself then maybe that's not particularly the environment for you because it is supposed to be a way for you to have your ultimate expression and it's supposed to be a freeing empowering process so that's what I would say. See, that's really nice. If we pause there for a second, back to that sort of people can be quite self-critical, that it's really nice to know that if you are somewhere and you're trying poetry and it doesn't feel like you're being your authentic self and you're not expressing yourself, then that's maybe not right for you. And I think that's really a really nice way of putting it. Mm. And there's and there's no, re there's no really good or bad poem. It's very subjective as well. So um, I think the person that's teaching you, they should be teaching you how you can best, how you best want to, sh to showcase your voice and curate your voice to other people rather than telling you like, this isn't going to work. This is not, you know, it's about how you can best shape your voice. So you're the one who should be kind of in control, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. And it's about shaping your voice because I'm I'm your classic example of someone that's always kind of listens to, I mean, I listen to hundreds of podcasts, you know, I love the radio, I love interviews, but it means that you can often think, well, I should sound like this person or I should behave like this. But like you just said, it's all about using your own voice and curating your own story, which I just really mm. love. And especially right now, as you were saying, you've been doing a lot of kind of writing during lockdown. And it's so important that people feel like they've got a means to kind of express themselves. Mm. I'd love to talk a little bit about your latest poetry called Express Yourself, which came out during Children's Mental Health Week in February. What was the inspiration behind that and how did you create this video? For listeners who have just tuned in, we will be playing the audio so you get to hear a little bit of Annie's work, but you can also go and watch the video on her YouTube channel. Yeah, so the poem Express Yourself, it definitely came from the whole idea of um, me dealing with social anxiety, um, me feeling very limited and restricted in a way that I could express myself. Um, yes, it came, it was actually a coincidence that it came out the same week as Children's Mental Health Week, but when I realised it was Children's Mental Health Week, it was just perfect timing. Um, so yeah, so that was the, the, the thought behind it, and it was just me exploring different ways you can express yourself, um, and the way, different ways that I have expressed myself. And I feel like sometimes people feel, and this is how I felt like a child and I think growing up and you've got peer pressures and stuff. Oh, I can't do that because I'm not this person or, 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 or I, I haven't done that before, so I can't do it. And it's all this, you can't do this when actually, you know, the way you've been designed, you can express yourself in so many ways. We are not one thing, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to kind of hit home. Like there's so many spaces of yourself you can explore and express and be proud and happy about doing that. You can discover so much about yourself through doing that. Um, and it was, yeah, it was an, it was something that empowered me writing the poem and, and finding my voice and finding my different expressions. And the fact that I don't need to just be one thing. And that is really where that poem came from. So, yeah. And then filming the video, just, I, I, you know, it was really fun and just looking at different ways that I could express myself. So, yeah, what I'm about. And yeah, like just get, getting friends, people to, to be in a video. And um, yeah, it, it, it was really, really fun process. 
It's a really good video. I mean, obviously, shortly we're going to play the audio for listeners, but um, if they want to go and actually watch your um, video or find out more about you, how can they do that? Yeah, so they can watch my video on my YouTube channel. Um, So that's uh, Annie Roxon, I believe. If you type in, you'll find my YouTube channel or I go by Girl Like Annie. So yeah, it's on on my YouTube channel. I think you can see my poems. Um, I'm building that up. So, and I also have a blog um, as well. So, uh, it's uh, I, I think it's it's a WordPress blog. I, I can, we can yeah, we'll share it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll yeah. I'll make sure we um I share that with listeners on the show notes yeah. and everything. But it's just really nice for them to you know this is a snippet of what we've been talking about. But to go and find out more about you and listen to some of your work and it's really inspiring because I've was never really into poetry and you've kind of opened my eyes to that's a whole new way of people expressing themselves and and telling a story about the issues that they're going through. Yeah. So it's been really great having a chat to you. I'd hope maybe at some point we could actually get you in to do some live poetry when we're allowed to. Yes. Because I'd absolutely love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, thank you so much for the interview. I think it was great. I never knew how to express myself Never knew which words worked best to melt those moments of awkwardness Into solidified relationships Never knew how to jump that barrier between friend and stranger Was always clumsy Never fully grown into myself My arms would fly in directions I didn't want them to go My legs would run when I wanted to walk Never knew how to communicate the thoughts rushing through my mind And I tried to hide but never knew how to show I was afraid inside I never knew how to express myself until I learned to shout my expression for your voice was not meant to curl beneath your tongue or whisper silently between lips voices were made to stretch, made to touch, scream your expression for you're not meant to hold back or hold in the pain invading your body pain was meant to be frustrated into frightened notes squealed at the top of your lungs and strung like an angry guitar Mouths were meant to be widened through the breakups and the breakdowns and the falling togethers And when things fall apart, draw your expression Sketch freedom with rough edges Colour in between imperfect lines Splash your soul on the wall with burnt oranges Washed out reds and deep purples Sometimes it can be non-verbal So translate your expression They say actions speak louder than words And languages spoken by the body can never fall on deaf ears Your smiles have many shades, many colours that not all are privy to Sometimes your eyes reveal secrets no matter what you say or do And if they still don't get you, wrap your expression When deception keeps you guessing, keep on trying to learn lessons from my past Missed blessings, black eyed peas, memories when I see Another lost identity in deceased entity With the so-called MC enemies will decrease when I step into your sceneries Of course now you're of course lost up in the source Always fly high, never defined by your thoughts See they try to attack by a fight back and bring wars On the mic, my expression will never be a lost cause Sometimes it's not all about the applause So dance your expression Let your body break the battles that your mind cannot swallow Let your twists and turns mirror the fights of Capoeira Pop, lock and drop the guilt of tomorrow Whip, nene and sasso away the sorrow Beat back disease with pirouettes over hip-hop beats And like the b-boys and the b-girls dance the stress off the streets Sometimes you just need to breathe your expression 
for your short rest in nothing but fail to inhale the life that's been fully given to you. Lungs half used make life half-hearted, half-full until you are half there. You're not made to live a half-life, so breathe more fully until you gain more insight. We need to not hate their expressions, for those who don't speak the same language as us will always be jealous of a freedom they can never understand. You have the whole world in your hands, so love your expression. Let your crease lines define what it means to be happy, dress your expression. Let the earth be the runway to run away from your grief, protest your expression. Let your unrest be a silent march for peace, there are so many ways to express myself. But my favourite has to be to sing my expression. Because then I can get people to sing along with me, because it ain't what you look like when you're doing what you do, so express yourself.